Good morning and welcome to Wake Up with Marcy and Hillary, a talk show with heart. Hillary, you know what today is? Ooh, I heard. <laughs> National Pastry Day. And we actually have a very exciting cooking segment today. And our guest shares how to make a healthy, sweet, easy dessert. That's Love the key. That. I know. And I'm always looking for a good, healthy treat that is easy over the holidays to make with my kids. But on a more serious note, I wanted to acknowledge while there is so much joy around the holidays, it's also a time of a lot of added stress and seasonal depression. And today we're going to learn some great ways to actually move through that stress. Yeah, there's really a lot of expectations. And some of the things that I like to try to do are make a list, take steps each day to move forward and actually get something off that list. I don't try to do the whole thing. I just try to take you know, small steps. I also take time for my mental health, like breathing that we talk about so much and meditation is so incredible. I want to know what helps you. Well, I actually did a little research on seasonal depression mm. and some of the things that I found that I actually do some of them, not all of them, mm -hmm. are light therapy, mm -hmm. that infrared if you have one around you, stay active like walking, jogging, mm. I love hiking. Dancing. Yo dancing, you know that's my jam. And exercise has always been there to help improve our moods. And again, maintaining the healthy diet. This is the season of sugar, right? Or mm. processed foods. And they can absolutely contribute to mood swings and energy crashes. So practice that self-care. Right? I personally love the baths, the yeah. reading, just anything that takes your mind away from the hustle and bustle. And remember, don't hesitate if you have anything that's really going on to reach out for support because we have a lot of other ideas on our website as well. Yeah, absolutely. I have seasonal depression when it gets so cold and the days are shorter. It's hard. It is it's hard. hard. And you know what? In the show, we are going to learn some amazing ways to help ourselves. So I want to say also thanks for doing that research for us. So let's talk about these guests. We first meet Thais Harris, a board-certified holistic nutritionist and author. She helps women love themselves into their ideal body, vibrant health, and an outstanding life. Today, she will educate us on why self-love is a foundational step in a healing journey. And the next, we have the talented Kelly Kruger. She's an actress, influencer, and business owner. And you may recognize her from her roles on Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful. But today, Kelly's gonna be sharing an easy, healthy, and delicious recipe for the holidays. I know, I can't wait about so good. I know, I can't wait. Then we meet James Gray Robinson, a widely recognized healer and coach. He is a former trial attorney and changed his life after burning out due to stress. James followed his true passion of healing and spent the last 19 years doing extensive research and innovative training to help others heal. Today, he is going to educate us on how our brains secretly sabotage our lives and what we can do to hack our brains. We are now joined by Thais Harris, a board-certified holistic nutritionist and author. Welcome to the show, Thais. Thank you so much, Marcy. I'm so glad to be here. 
Thais, we're so glad you're here because we are in the middle of a holiday season and it's exceptionally difficult for a lot of people to really focus on nutrition and make sure that you're eating healthy. And you talk about self-love as being an important component of nutrition. How does this all tie together? You know, it's such a great question, right? Some of us might even think that, well, self-love is a given. I love myself. But I feel like after being in practice for over a decade and I've worked with cancer patients and with people in a range of conditions and and a big range of goals that they wanted to achieve. And what I found that when you're really rooted in self-love and connected with that, you start taking actions to show that self-love, right? So as we come into the holidays, thinking about what are loving actions that each of us can take so that we stay balanced, so that we can connect to family. You know, it can be a little wild with the holidays, all the sort of energy output of being in parties and neighbors and family and friends. And so what are the ways that we can then sort of recharge that energy and connect to what we really need and how we can really take care of ourselves so that we don't go off balance during the holidays, which is unfortunately a very common thing, right? We can see it as weight gain or just feeling, you know, hungover or overly exhausted and things it like is, that. It's definitely a time that you're not really taking care of yourself and you're just kind of thrown in to this incredible to-do list and family and you just constantly feeling overwhelmed and you, right, that, that, mm. that hamster wheel, if you will, because it's just so crazy. So, but self-love, I mean, this is something that I don't think a lot of people understand what that is exactly. So can you share with us what self-love is and why it is so important on a healing journey? Mm, beautiful. Well, the way I see it, and I completely respect and acknowledge that people are going to see it different ways and feel it differently. But the way I see it, it's the ultimate reverence for our bodies, for our soul, and where it all comes together. I think often, especially in our Western medicine approach with, you know, parts, <laughs> like if something is wrong and you're feeling stomach pain, we're just going to look in your stomach, right? Or we're just going to look at mental health as if it's something separate from our bodies. I love thinking about this integrated approach where everything is considered and where we really feel whole, where mind, body are connected and are one. And so I feel like self-love should be this reverence for all of that. And um, in my own journey of really connecting with it, I had some, um, I had a skin cancer, actually, that was the first piece that really started me into practicing self-love. I also, that's another important thing to say that it is a practice. It's not like, ah, self-love, we found it, there it is, and we don't have to do anything about it, right? It's a practice, much like when we are in a relationship with somebody we love, And we find ways to show them every day that we love them, whether it's a welcoming smile, 
um, a delicious meal, uh, you know, giving them a foot massage, whatever those things are that we do for our loved ones. We start to realize, like, what can we really do? What are some steps that we can help us improve our self-love and our nutrition? Because right now with the holidays, it seems like we, you know, we give up one when we do something else. How can, well, how can very we nice to not? I know. Yes, and that's a great way to put it. Um, I was actually talking to some of my clients. I run some group programs, and I'm in the middle of one right now. And we were talking about what does 10% feel like for time to ourselves in our day. So for somebody that maybe is up from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., something around 16 hours, if my math is right, 10% of that would be an hour and a half. So what are ways that we can give 10% of our day to ourselves? And maybe if we can't do that, we start with 5%, 3%, even if it's 30 minutes. And so some of the options are taking time to breathe. I think connecting to breath is something so simple. It's free. Everyone can access it. And it seems like silly almost. But it well, has tell us about that, incredible though. impacts. The, you're you're yeah. saying breathing. We're all breathing, right? And I think a lot of people don't There's understand. There's different ways to breathe, There's, right? <laughs> just give us uh, a, a certain way. What's your, what you're meaning by breathing? Because obviously, you know, somebody out there might be going, well, I'm breathing. I'm just naturally exactly. breathe. But how, <laughs> how are we helping our nervous system? How are we helping ourselves? What type of breathing are we doing? Mm, thank you for that question. I think so. The first step for everybody listening, just notice right now, if you just notice how am I breathing right now, notice how far that breath is going. And I think when we are in our fast paced day to day, we're often breathing sort of from the chest up, right? It feels like the breath doesn't go below the chest or the neck even sometimes, especially when we're really busy. So connecting to breath is really putting our attention into that inhale and filling our belly, really going as deeply as we can with that breath. And one of the many things that that does is that it engages the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve being this, the largest uh, cranial nerve in the body. And it goes from the base of the brain, the cerebellum, it wraps around our vocal cords, it wraps around the heart and the lungs. And then it has all its roots in and around the gut. And this nerve is constantly sending information to the brain, actually. And so it has a lot to do with how we feel, with our mood, and stress regulation. So the so deeper when we, we can breathe, deep, right? Yeah. Take deep yes. breaths. Yes. Yes. So we, you were going to say a few mm. more. Tell us. Yeah, so deep into the belly. And then we can also slow down the exhale, which also activates even further the vagus nerve, bringing this sense of calm so that we can actually rest and digest instead of being in fight or flight mode more often. And so breathing into the belly and you can inhale for a count of four and then just exhale for a count of six. So we're just making the exhale slightly longer than the inhale. I so appreciate, we appreciate, we appreciate you being coming here on the show. Just a reminder of all of these things that we can be doing. Especially with such a crazy time. So where can we find more from you? Yes. So one of the ways is the life-changing power of self-love. Uh, it was just published. It was an instant bestseller in multiple categories. 
Um, I'm one of 22 authors contributing to this book, and there are practices there. And, you know, I also, if you go to nourishtogether.com, that's my website, um, there's a freebie for loving ourselves into better health, the three mindset steps um, to do that. And with that, I also have a holiday guide for actually enjoying the holiday. So the breath, the connection with self-love that can come from that and mirror, uh, working with the mirror a little bit. And I, I'm actually curious, uh, Marcy, if you did any mirror work, you just mentioned your healing journey and how amazing you feel after connecting to self-love and your breathing. Was mirror work a part of that? I mean, I definitely have done some mirror work, but having a consistent morning routine to say my prayers, to meditate, to say what I'm thankful for, like you said, just getting myself to a, a state of gratitude. And also, you know, reading some really inspirational quotes or sayings or just reading in general helped me. And even today, I was saying some affirmations, like, you know, to lift myself up. So there's so many things that you can do. And it sounds like your book is amazing. Mm -hmm. And self-love is truly what I have found. Self-love is the root of happiness because it does start with you. So sounds uh, just like great work. And I'm sure that you have joined these these other authors and, and women that are making such a difference. So, Congratulations on yeah, that Yeah, thank you so much for coming thank on the show. Thank you. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Bye. Up next, we meet actress Kelly Kruger. She shows us a delicious and healthy holiday snack you can make for your entire family. Plus, James Gray Robinson is here to help us handle stress with ways to hack your brain. now is actress, mom, chef, and the founder of Madison Charles Oils, Kelly Kruger. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Hi, thanks for having me. So great to have you here. It's the holidays, and we are so excited to have you on to teach us how to do some easy, healthy cooking. So what are you planning to make for us today? So today I'm making some protein cookie balls. This is one of my Favorite, easy, anybody could do it. It takes very little time, very few ingredients, and it's a great holiday treat, but it's also great to just have in the fridge anytime you're really craving that sweet treat, but you want it to be healthy. Take us through the ingredients and as you're making it. Sure. So I start with uh, one cup of almond flour. You guys are going to, this is so fun and easy. One cup of almond flour. Then you're just going to do half a cup of protein powder of choice. I recommend vanilla flavor, but you can really do, you can do chocolate, you can do any flavor you want. And then you're going to just do half a cup of almond butter. But if you want to do peanut butter, a lot of people love it with peanut butter. Let me ask well. you something with the protein powder. Do you have to get that at a vitamin or health store or can you get that anywhere? You can get it anywhere. You could get it at the, at a regular supermarket. You could get it on Amazon. You could really get it anywhere. Oh, Amazon, come to the rescue. <laughs> Always. <laughs> we could have everything delivered in the next 10 minutes. What's next? Uh, maple syrup, quarter cup, but you can also use honey if you prefer honey. 
By making it maple syrup, they're vegan. Of course, if you prefer honey, that's great too. And then you're just gonna mix it all up. And this is the part my daughter loves to do, of course. How and long I, do you have to mix it? Well, if you can see the way it's sort of like coming together, you have to sort of just fold in the, the nut butter and it becomes a little bit crumbly. So until all the almond flour and the protein powder is kind of absorbed into the maple syrup and the almond butter. And Kelly, the maple syrup instead of sugar, it still gives it the same sweetness, right? Yes, it gives it the same sweetness. I actually prefer it, to be honest with you, because not only does it make you feel better, but I prefer the flavor. I'm Canadian, so maybe I'm... So I have, uh, but you talked about the chocolate chips really quick. Could you do like raisins, put nuts in there or the, you know, really anything that you enjoy? Cause it sounds like it's, you know, a pretty, like a sugar cookie almost like, you know, where you could put anything in it. So it doesn't have a, a strong flavor. Okay. No, it's, it's a completely neutral base. So you can add whatever you want. If you prefer chocolate chips, which I'm going to use here, but you could do nuts, you could do raisins, like you said, you could do cranberries, anything. You can mix a bunch and, and make it a nut, a fruit and nut protein bar. Cooking is actually a really great creative outlet. So you are a creative soul, obviously, with acting, and you have found another way to use your creativity, like you were saying, putting different recipes together. I love to do that too. I'm not very good about following a recipe. I love to be inspired by a recipe. So That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and there's a real connection with yeah. cooking and being in the kitchen and working together on and that. And with your family, exactly. So how's it going over there? What you got? <laughs> so I'm just making little balls now. I'm just sort of just making them into the shape. You know what the beauty about these protein balls is too? You can make them into any shape you want. And then uh, what I've done too, is I've turned them into protein bars where I've mm. made them into sort of like rectangles and then dip them in chocolate. Nice. Ooh. So you can have like a chocolate coating on the outside too. I mean, there's so many ways you could do it, but for today we're doing the balls and I'm just, uh, I'm just molding them. This is, this is my daughter loves doing this too. Just making the balls, putting them on a tray. Cause then you're going to put them in the fridge for about 20 minutes to just set. So once um, you put them in for the 20 minutes, you can pull them out and they're ready to go. Yeah. I love the no-bake. I love it. It's I love so it too. easy. So where can we find more of your recipes? Um, on Instagram. I share recipes daily on Instagram at Kelly, at Kelly L. Kruger. And then I also have a website, which is kellykrugerbrooks.com. And I share all my recipes and you can find everything about the essential oils on there as well. Um, and yeah, TikTok as well at Kelly Kruger Brooks. Awesome. Yeah, you have a lot of great recipes. So for this recipe, please go to Kelly's website. It'll also be on wakeupwithmarcyandhillary.com. So thank you so much for coming on the show and happy holidays. And thanks for making our holidays a little bit easier. Kelly, happy holidays so to you much. guys. Next, Healer James Gray Robinson is here with ways to manage holiday stress. Joining 
Joining us now is healer and coach, James Gray Robinson. Welcome to the show, James. Hello, ladies. I hope that's politically correct. <laughs> it certainly is. And as I was saying, your sports coat is the best. Yes. And thank you for acknowledging that we are ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about you now. That's why we have you on. And I'm excited to share about your story and how you're helping others. So you actually had a huge transition. You went from being a successful trial attorney for years. What led you to give up that career and make the decision become a healer? Well, there's a long answer and a short answer. The long answer involves magic and knights and dueling and dragons and all sorts of wonderful stories. But the short answer is, is that I had a nervous breakdown. Mm. Uh, I think today we call them burnouts. Mm. But 20 years ago, I sent, my body just simply shut down because the stress of practicing law for almost 30 years just overloaded all my systems. And in order to protect my health, my body just shut down. And that's really one of the misconceptions about burnout is that most people think they've done something wrong. And actually, the burnout is the body protecting itself. And so I went on a journey to find out what happened to me and how people could avoid that happening to them. And that's what lead me, led me into alternative medicine. And right now, like you were even saying, so many of us feel like we're at the brink of burnout. How can we move from fight or flight and start to use the different parts of our brain and, and calm that our nervous system and, and our gut, which we're always sick in our gut. We're not eating right. We're not sleeping right. We're not drinking enough water. What can we do to really help ourselves to move out of that fight or flight and honestly care for our bodies and have the, both work together? That's a great question, Marcy. And the thing is, is that there's also another part to the autonomic nervous system that a lot of people don't know about, and that's called the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's the state that we're supposed to be in most of the time. I call this the guru. And so what happens is when we feel safe, they call it the rest and digest or feel safe response. When we feel safe, we produce endorphins, which is the love hormone or melatonin, or serotonin, uh, oxytocin, and dopamine. All these hormones and chemicals are produced and they make us relax. We have fun. We can fall in love. We can connect. We can communicate. We can compromise. We can find solutions. The thing that a lot of people don't understand is that when we're in our warrior mode, in the sympathetic mode, sympathetic nervous system mode, we're looking at the problem. We're not looking for the solution. We're just identifying the problem and either conquering it or running away. And by doing these really simple, quick techniques, you can actually de-stress very quickly. So can you tell us what those tips are so we can put them into action? Very quickly. Number one, smile. Number two, Breathe deep and regular breaths. I recommend that you, you exhale longer than you inhale. Mm -hmm. Number three, ice cold water. 
they've discovered that ice cold water, when it comes in contact with your skin, will signal your brain to produce endorphins and you can relax and have fun. It's a reboot of your system. Four is eye movement. If you put your hands up on either side of your head about ear level and then look all the way to the left at your left hand and hold that for 60 seconds and move all the way back to the right and look at your right hand for 60 seconds and then repeat that, you will de-stress. And then the fifth one is singing or humming. That's why we love to sing in the shower, in the car, or in social groups, because it makes us feel better. Our vocal cords are right beside the vagus nerve. So when you activate your vocal cords, you activate the guru. Well, I know you're all about music, so I I love that. I love those Tell us where we can learn more. I have lots of videos. I have lots of articles. I have lots of podcasts that are on my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com. Thank you again, James, for coming on the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Wake Up With Marcy and Hillary. I learned so many wonderful things. I'm going to put them into action right away. I am too. And I got to tell you that the breathing is so overlooked. Yeah. And I love, Mm -hmm. take a longer exhale than inhale. Yeah. And I love that we keep talking about the vagus nerve, right? We discussed it a lot. Exactly. And just kind of describing how it goes from the back of our brain and our, you know, our head down into our gut and kind of splinters out. I kind of can envision everything working together. And I think when we think of our bodies like a machine and what we are putting into it and how we are taking care of it is what we're going to get from it. I like that visualization. And I think that, you know, the recipes of sugar and what it can do and alternatives and Mm -hmm. how just a simple act of being in a kitchen with somebody can actually help really keep that connection going. Be kind to yourself, kind to others. Keep in touch with us during the week on social media. We'd love to see you. And wake up to your possibilities.